Let me say that, Holy God. Holy God, from whom all praises are Your name. 
is to say all honor be unto your name. together and celebrate the Lord and take your seat in heavenly places we stand in awe of you Lord to celebrate your goodness and your kindness in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ God has been good if you agree with me turn to somebody on your left and on your right and say God has been good hallelujah applause to our instrumentalist and then also to the choir and to each and every one of us here amen awesome 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 hallelujah and i want to welcome you to the first sunday in the month of february amen. is it not a blessing come on the lord will do you good i don't i don't i don't know what happened to you in the course of the week but i know what is going to happen what is going to happen is that the lord is going to visit you once again and remember the visitation of the lord cancels out every deficiency anytime there is luck anytime there are issues anytime you are vulnerable anytime you appear at a place it's like you don't know what to do how to do what to do is like the going becomes some way you want to throw in the towel or whatever all that you need is a visitation from the lord you read the book of genesis chapter 21 and one of the things that brought laughter to somebody whose life was loaded with tears maybe there is an area of your life that is loaded with tears it's like you know, not that the Lord was not with them. The Lord was with them. But then there is a difference between the Lord being with you and the Lord visiting you. Yeah. I am with you in Murfreesboro. But if I visit you, it is different. So I can be with you, but I have not visited you. To be with you means that I'm in the neighborhood. But to visit you means that specifically I appointed a time to spend with you. And so the Lord was with Abraham and his family. But when the Lord visited Abraham's wife, the, the situation was turned around. Do you know that the Lord was with Abraham and Sarah and the family? He was with them. But when the Lord decided to single out um, Sarah and visit her, things turned around. So Bible said that, and the Lord visited Sarah. Meanwhile, the Lord was with them. So there is a difference between the Lord being with you and the Lord visiting you. And I pray that this week the Lord will visit somebody. 
If you are the one and you believe it, I want your amen to be louder. Yeah. The Lord visited. When I saw this scripture, I said, my goodness. So, I've been keeping the Lord with me. But I need beyond the Lord with me. To the Lord visiting me. Look at that. And the Lord visited Sarah as he has said. And the Lord did unto Sarah as he has spoken. So when the Lord visits you, every hanging promise becomes a reality. Amen. And look at verse number 2. He says that, so that Sarah conceived, the word now became flesh. And bore Abraham a son in his old age. At the set time where God has spoken to him. And verse 3 says that, and Sarah said, for Abraham called his name, the son that she bore unto him, whom Sarah bare unto him, Isaac. And look at verse 4. And Abraham circumcised his son on the eighth day as God has commanded him. Verse 5 says that, and Sarah's, and Abraham was eight. And Abraham was hundred years old when Isaac was born unto him. And verse 6 says that, and Sarah said, this is where I wanted to arrive at. And Sarah said, for God has made me to laugh. So the visitation of the Lord brings laughter. Somebody will laugh. In fact, you better start laughing from now. Hallelujah. And this laughter will not cease. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. So the visitation of the Lord is very important. I don't know what has happened in the course of the week. I don't know where you went to. I don't know what you heard. I don't know what you saw. I don't know what happened to you. But the Lord will visit you. Yeah. I'm talking about engaging the tenets. Tenets. T-E-N-E-T-S. When we talk about, I'm talking about engaging the tenets of supernatural growth. You know, the first two months, I'm using it to lay the foundation of the word for the year. You see? Engaging the tenets. When we talk about the tenets, tenets means the principles. You see, the underlining platform, the principles, the tenets of supernatural growth, the tenets of supernatural growth. God wants us and everything that is involved in to grow. Anything that God is involved in must grow. Anything that God is involved in must grow. Please don't forget this statement. If God is with you, things must grow. Your spiritual life must grow. Your physical life must grow. Your health must grow. Your social life must grow. Anything that God is involved in, it must grow. Because God does not, uh, God does not um, receive stagnation. Whenever God is in anything, the thing must grow. When you read through the scriptures, let's start with our anchor scripture our dominion scripture psalm 115 verse 12 to 15 psalm 115 verse 12 to 15 anything that god is involved in must grow it is a must it is not an option there is no alternative to it if god is in it it must grow so bible says that the lord has been mindful of us in other words the lord is part of us and he will bless us he will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. Verse 13 says that he will bless them that fear him. Both small and great. And what will be the consequences? And then the Lord shall increase you more and more. In other words, you will grow more and more. Hallelujah. 
you and your children and verse 15 says that you are blessed of the lord which made heaven and earth so you saw the verse number 14 put the verse number 14 on the board again he said the lord shall increase you so when the lord has been mindful of you when the lord is mindful of you when the lord is involved in that thing that you are doing when the lord is involved in your spiritual life when the lord is involved in your health when the lord is involved in your finances when the lord is involved in your family when the lord is involved in your education everything about it grows and the lord is going to manifest that growth in your life in jesus name jesus made us understand that god abhors growth when he gave us the principle of i mean when he gave us the parable of the man who went to plant a vineyard and then when he planted the vineyard the vineyard did not grow look at the book of luke chapter 13 verse 6 to 9 luke 13 6 to 9 Bible says that, and minister Ebony read it. He spoke also a parable. A certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. So he had a vineyard, he had a fig tree planted in it, and he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. And verse 7 says that, and he said unto the dresser of his vineyard, behold, these three years, I always come looking for fruit on this fig tree. You see, this is why when we don't grow in our spiritual life, in our physical life, in anything that God is involved in, we become a problem and we become a subject of discussion in heaven, not for good. You see, not for good. Because if God is involved in, he said that for these three years, why is this thing not growing? Why is this thing not growing? Well, I always come looking for growth. Behold, these three years i come seeking fruit on this fig tree but i find none therefore cut it down you see therefore do what and then he asked the question he said why must we why must we continue to fertilize why must we continue to manure the earth under it verse number eight look at verse number eight he said and he answering said unto him lord let it alone this year till i shall dig about it and dung it and verse 9 says that if it bears fruit fine if it doesn't bear fruit fine look 3 verse 9 look at look 3 verse 9 god does not uphold or god is not interested in anything that does not grow and now also this is jesus speaking the axe look at me the axe is laid onto the root of the trees and every tree therefore which bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down and is cast into the fire. John 15 verse 2. John 15 verse 2. Are you noting the scriptures? God is not interested in anything that doesn't grow. If he is involved in it and the thing does not grow, it is considered a waste of resources unto him. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh it away. You see? He take the, why must the branch still be in him and be using up fruit, uh, be using up resources and not bearing fruit? He said, he taketh it away so that the branches that are bearing fruit can enjoy the resources of the one that was wasting resources. Are you getting it? You see, so God does not, God does not promote lack of growth. That is why a, a, a topic or a theme like supernatural growth must interest you. Not only for you to advance, but so that you not be cut off. 
Because we saw the scriptures. He said that anything that does not grow, instead of still keeping it, instead of still letting it enjoy the resources, we got to sideline it. But that will never be our story. And so, in order for us to grow supernaturally, we must understand the principles. Now, the reason why we call it supernatural growth is because when God is involved, you see, it is supernatural. When we say supernatural, it means divinity upon humanity. That is what makes it supernatural. Supernatural is divinity upon humanity. When things happen beyond the normal ability as a result of divine sponsorship as a result of divine involvement so it is supernatural because god is involved it praise the name of jesus so we 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 so let me give you what supernatural growth means to grow supernaturally means to expand and increase spiritually bodily physically even in the midst of natural limitations when you begin to expand when you begin to increase spiritually bodily physically now physically means materially yeah physically means materially you see now when you begin to grow to grow supernaturally means to expand and increase spiritually bodily and then materially or physically even in the midst of natural limitations you see so there are natural limitations the natural person will not be able to go beyond this level because of what is happening but if you go beyond it as a result of the hand of god upon you it is supernatural growth are you getting it so there are natural you see there are natural limitations there are natural limitations that limit us if you are a human being there are natural limitations you can't go beyond them you can only go beyond them when the supernatural when the when the divine power when the hand of god is upon you praise the name of jesus so supernatural growth or to grow supernaturally means to expand and increase spiritually bodily physically or materially even in the midst of natural limitations third john 2 third john 2 he told us the wish of god he said beloved i wish above all things that you may prosper you see the material dimension yeah so that everything you put forth your hand to it becomes blessed you do business it becomes blessed your career becomes blessed. Your investments become blessed. Praise the name of Jesus. Please, do you believe it? Receive it in Jesus' name. Or oh, you don't know that the Lord wants you to be blessed. In Psalm 16 and verse 11, let me show you that the Lord wants you to be blessed. Many people are, are scared to preach it. Some pastors, are, especially in America, because when you mention things like this, they, they begin to tag you that you're a prosperity preacher. But it is in the Bible. We are not reading from the Quran. Look at it. He said that. That will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. And at your right hand. There are pleasures forevermore. Can you imagine it? There are pleasures forevermore. And I told you that to understand the order of redemption. Read Genesis chapter 1, chapter 2 and chapter 3. 
Before man was created, everything that man would need was there. Sin deprived us. So redemption has brought us back into it. You must live in prosperity. Don't owe anybody an apology, except it was not in the Bible. Can you imagine if the Lord has blessed you financially, the Lord has blessed you with companies, the Lord has blessed you, and then you have put up um, um, orphanages, you have put up um, these care homes for adults and all that. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Yeah. Why must the worldly people do these things? That is why they are being blessed. You see, they are making money out of it, but they are also helping solve the problems of humanity. They are engaging the principles that God has given for redemption. Even though they don't have a relationship with the giver of the principle. But it is working for them. But we who have a relationship with the giver of the principles have neglected the principles because we think it makes us ungodly. We think it makes us ungodly. You see, at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So God wants us to grow supernaturally in material blessing. Third John 2. Look at third John 2. I wish above all things that you will prosper. You will prosper this year. Yeah. You will start a tabletop business. It will become an international business. Yeah. Said so that I wish above. You see, the reason why sometimes people see people driving very beautiful cars, they say that, oh, all these things are um, the worldly goods carnal things is because they don't have it so in order to you know justify their mediocrity but the day they get it they will say that it is good to fly first class because somebody cannot afford first class they they sit in the economy they sit at the back and then they say that they, they pass through the first class they say we all arrive at the same place <laughs> we will all arrive at it we will all arrive but some people will arrive more comfortable why don't you want that? Listen, brothers and sisters, that if you don't know anything, there are two people that Jesus specifically said were in paradise. Who were they? Abraham and Lazarus. One was rich, one was poor, and dogs were licking his soul. You can choose any of them all. They all appeared in heaven. Not that one appeared in hell. Many times people think that people go to hell because they are, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are rich. No, it's because they didn't have a relationship with the giver of the riches. They only, uh, they only used his principles and did not have a relationship with him. And the principles of God are immutable. To be immutable means that it doesn't matter who you are. Once you engage it, it will work. If, listen, if it is raining right now and then you just return from heaven, it's raining and you don't put seed in the ground. And I... I'm still on the earth and I put seed on the ground. I will have a seed growing. You have nothing. So the principles are immutable. That is why sometimes the worldly people use it. But when the difference is that when you use it, God is with you. It becomes transgenerational. And it brings solution. So supernatural growth includes physical, material prosperity and blessing. Say, I believe it. And say, I receive it. Praise the name of Jesus. And then look at the second one. That you may prosper. Number two, be in health. Bodily robust, you know, life. Not that doctors will be cutting your body rough, rough for as a test and all that. It will not happen again. Just keep believing it. You see, as you keep receiving it, the word is prevailing. 
Bible said that so mightily grew the word and it prevailed. If the word doesn't grow beyond that situation, sometimes you keep saying it and then it is building up. When you keep saying it, it is building up. Don't stop it. You see, keep saying it. Because sometimes it must build up to a certain level before it submerges it. If you are pouring water into a barrel or a bowl and then the barrel is big, for it to overflow, you must keep pouring. Keep pouring until it gets to the brim. When you pour about halfway and you say that I'm tired, will you be able to get to the brim? So for the word to sometimes subdue the situation, you keep saying it and keep believing it. As you do, you are topping it up. You are topping it up. At the point in time, your body will not be touched by any doctor again. Because you believe the word. You keep saying it. What did Job say? He said, yeah, though he slay me. Yet will I trust him. Yet though I don't feel the response of the word. Yet will I believe it and I will say it more. Keep saying the word. Tell somebody for me. Keep saying the word. So the Lord wants our body to be robust. And number three, look at it. The Lord wants our soul, our spirit, our relationship with him to grow. Look at that. That your soul, even as your soul prospers. Do you know why he used the word even as your soul prospers? Because we all know that that one is number one. So as your soul prospers, I also wish that your finances will prosper. I am rephrasing the same scripture there. As your soul prospers, as your relationship with me increases, as you walk with me, as you pray, as you fast, as you study the word, as you go on evangelism, I also want you to prosper physically. To own companies. And that your health will also be intact. Because what is the benefit if you have everything and you can enjoy it? Praise the name of Jesus. When we say that you have grown supernaturally, it means that, number one, whilst others are being limited, naturally, you are expanding and increasing. Job 22 verse 28. Look at Job 22 verse 28. It means that number one, whilst others are being limited naturally, you are expanding and increasing. You shall also decree a thing and it shall be established. And the light shall shine upon your ways. And verse 29 says that whilst men are saying there is a casting down, you will say, come on, you will say, why? Because you are growing supernaturally. Come on, somebody say, I'm growing. I'm growing. Say, there is a lifting up. So, whilst men, whilst others, brothers and sisters, are being limited naturally, they say that the stock market is crashing, then you'll be excelling. Why? Because light shines better in darkness. Look at verse 28. Look at the verse 28 again. Johnny, look at verse 28. He said, and the light shall shine upon your ways. So when God is with you and you are increasing, when there is a downward trend, know that it is your upward trend. Listen, do you know that there are always two sides to an equation? Do you know that while something is going bad for one person, it is going up good for another person? Do you believe it? Do you know that while somebody is losing company, another is getting company? Do you you know that? In fact, do you even know that while somebody is dying, somebody is making money? Yes. The casket seller. <laughs> I feel some way. 
So he also come to church and will be praying, Lord, let my market boom. Is it not strange? <laughs> Lord, please, market is not well. Market is not doing well. You know what it means? It means that people are not dying. So Lord, let the market boom. It means as he's praying, he's looking for somebody to die. Because if somebody doesn't die, who buys his casket? So, <laughs> as some people are crying, somebody is going to buy chicken and chips. Because he's made money. That is why he said that light shall shine upon your way. So, whenever there is darkness, it is time for you and I to shine more. So, when there are natural limitations... When there are natural, whilst others are being limited naturally, you are expanding and increasing. When we say that we are growing supernaturally, number two, it means that whilst others are falling by the wayside, we are running on. We are Psalm 34 and verse 10. Psalm 34 verse 10. Is somebody following? Everything that you are hearing, you enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Whilst others are falling by the wayside because they have no strength. He said that the, la- the young lions do lack and they suffer hunger. But they that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Listen, the young lions don't suffer hunger. No, 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 no. In fact, they don't even work. They are, they are, the mother lion. The mother lion is more dangerous than the father lion. Especially when they give birth. The fathers don't come around them. Hey, they can eat you. They are, more, they are very wild, especially when they have cubs. You see? So they don't like anything. Anything at all. Except they, their eyes don't see it. They, their children must eat. You see? So they, that is why the Bible says that even the young lions can lack. In other words... Things that are not even possible to happen can happen. You see? But he says that, but if you seek the Lord, it will not be your, you will not be surprised. That's what he's talking about. When surprises come, you will not be surprised. Say this year, I will not be surprised. My family will not be surprised. My relationship will not be surprised. Say this year, my social life will not be surprised. When people are surprised, they fall into shame. You will not fall into shame. Do you believe it? Yeah. Surprises. Because they are found, it's like, it's like, it's like they are, they are taking on ours. You will not be surprised negatively. At worst, you'll be surprised positively. Yeah, God will surprise you. You, can you imagine you go to the hospital you're expecting to receive a certain report you go they said that we can't find anything in you then you go like you go like you go like no doctor check it again then they check they said we, 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 we've done it the second time we can't find it he said do it a third time they do it a third time they can't find it and I'm prophesying to somebody who will go to the hospital and they will tell you that we can't find that growth we can't find that condition we can't find that situation because the Lord will surprise you for good Praise the name of Jesus. A man had certain metals inside his arm. And then he went home. He went to have the surgery in India. And then they placed some metals in his arms. 
Now, it got to a point it was excruciatingly painful in Nigeria. He couldn't do anything. And then he went to church, went as chapel, and then Bishop Oedipo was like, we are going to embark on kingdom advancement project. So winning. Put yourself inside and see the God of heaven visit you. And then he began doing it. One day, one afternoon, one Saturday afternoon, he finished soul winning. And then he went to, when he got home, the Holy Spirit said, sleep. So he slept. And the Lord put a deep sleep upon him. When he woke up after six hours, the metals were lying on the bed. Live. Live. I saw the, the evidence. No cutting. You see, many times we limit God by our experiences. That is why he said, why do you think it a thing incredible for the Lord to raise the dead? The giver of life to raise life again. The, the, the maker of the mobile phone to repair a mobile phone. Why must it surprise you? Take your mobile phone to the repairer who manufactured it and then he repairs it and then you go like, wow! <laughs> you are laughing. Why? Because he repaired it. He will say that something is wrong with you. The, the maker of life gave you Jesus for free. Bible said that why is it that with him also he will not give you all things. Say all things are mine. Including sound health. Number three. What does it mean to be spiritual? Uh, what does it mean to grow supernaturally? Number three. It means that whilst others are in want. Whilst others are lacking, whilst others are in want, you live in overflow and become a blessing to others. You live in overflow and you become a blessing unto others. That is what God wants you and I to come to a place of overflow. The Lord is looking for channels. I keep saying it. Not for reservoirs. I want to receive and receive and receive. No outflow. You become the dead sea. The reason why we call it the Dead Sea is because every tributary enters into it, but there is no outlet. So the concentration of salt in the Dead Sea is higher than any other sea in the world. So there is no fish inside, not even one plankton, not even one living creature inside. That is why we call it the Dead Sea. It is a Dead Sea because nothing goes out of it, but everything comes in. When you keep on receiving 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 without becoming an outlet you become a dead believer become a dead christian so there is nothing new so the dead sea maxwell the dead sea doesn't have anything new inside it is it is stale it is not even nice praise the name of jesus don't you know that when you eat and eat and eat, like I always give the example, and you are not visiting the restroom, you don't even look beautiful for yourself. People outside may be looking at you and saying, that, ah, you are looking beautiful and handsome, but you feel that, ah, no, 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 I'm looking round. Because you feel that your stomach is bulging. You see, meanwhile, maybe you have a flat stomach like me. Hallelujah. <laughs> Come on, somebody give a clap unto the Lord. Amen. It means that once others are in want and lack, you live in overflow to be a blessing unto others. Isaiah 49 verse 10. Isaiah 49 verse 10. He said, and they tested, they shall not hunger nor thirst, neither shall the heat 
Now the sun smite them. For he that had mercy on them shall lead them. Even by the springs of water shall he guide them. So when you find yourself in supernatural growth, you are in a place of no lack and no want. You have overflow. Even in the desert. Number four, whilst others are fainting. Because fainting usually comes with life. What will let you go through? Remember I told you from the beginning that there are always natural limitations. What will let you go over the natural limitations? The supernatural. Praise the name of Jesus. Whilst others are fainting, you will be steadily moving. You will be steadily moving. Isaiah 40 verse 28 to 31. Isaiah 40 verse 28 to 31. He says that do you not know and do you not have you not heard it that the everlasting God the Lord the creator of the ends of the earth fainted not neither is weary there is no searching of his understanding and verse 29 says that Kate look at verse 29 he said he giveth power somebody say he giveth power so supernatural growth brings you power power to do what power to not faint or to be revived you see that yeah he said he gave up to the faint and to them that have no might they have no might he increases strength he doesn't give strength he increases strength even though they don't have might if there is any place that is aching you put your hand there right now i feel the i feel the the strength of the lord i like it when you put it on this one it's beautiful eternal father in the name of jesus christ wherever there is pain wherever there is any hidden sickness wherever there is any hidden attack i curse it in the name of jesus by the power of the holy ghost i curse it right now and i decree let it be healing let it be healing let it be healing let the strength of the lord hit that place in jesus name now say i am healed say thank you jesus for your healing power praise the name of jesus if these things will give a clap unto the Lord if these things if these things that we have just mentioned will be a reality then we really really need to know the principles because you cannot go beyond the principles which the Lord has sanctioned and then enjoy the blessings you must know the principles praise the name of Jesus because it is by the principles listen it is by the principles and the giver of the principles that we do exploits it is by the principles and the giver of the prince two things that makes us do exploits two things that makes us do exploits the principles together with the giver of the principles if it will be exploits that will be transgenerational if it will be exploits that will last even after you it must be based on the principles and the giver of the principles so in daniel chapter 11 and verse number 32 bible said that such as do wickedly daniel 11 32 such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries but the people that do know their god the people that do know their god you will be strong the people that do know their God, they shall be strong and they will do exploits. That is your story I just read. 
Praise the name of Jesus. You see, so what are these tenets? I give you four of them. The first tenet is, or the first principle, is the principle of making God your absolute source. The principle, Liana, of making God your ultimate, absolute, total source. Because there are many other sources. You can choose many other sources. But when you make the Lord your source. Uh, in Genesis chapter 26. When you start reading from verse number 1 all the way to 5. There was a situation. Very precarious situation. Zach. There was famine in the land. You see. And when there is famine. In other words there was lack. This is a, a, a lack that leads to death. That is what we call famine. If it is just an ordinary lack that can be satisfied, we call it we call it um, um, we call it lack, or we call it you know uh, 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 or hunger. But when it is famine, it means that it is something that leads to death. So there are many people that are farming, farming, not f a r m i n g, no famine, f a m i n e, excessive hunger when food is on strike. When provision is on strike. Okay? Yeah, when they go on a looter and they say that nobody eats. Yep. You see, and there was famine in the land beside the first famine. That was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech. So, there was an option that he had. He went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines unto Jerah. Look at verse 2. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Don't go down to Egypt. Make me your source you see make me your source why was God telling him not to go down to Egypt was Egypt not a place when there was farming here there was provision in Egypt when you make the Lord your source you will never miss resources when you make the Lord your source you will never miss or lack resources when you make other options your source they will dry up and you together with the resources will be dried up resources. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And the Lord appeared unto him. And what did the Lord say? Do not go down to Egypt. Isaac had the option of other sources. You see? But God said unto him, now why, why do we read some of these things we read them so that because these things are reference points you see now listen before we continue let's read Romans chapter 14 sorry Romans chapter 15 verse 4 look at Romans 15 verse 4 you see and then we'll come back to Genesis chapter 26 verse 2 look at Romans 15 4 he said for whatsoever things were written aforetime, whether in the Old Testament or in the New Testament were written for our learning do you see it? So when you read the Bible, don't see it as uh, there's a guy called Isaac that is I'm reading a storybook. Don't read it as a storybook. Read it as a reference point. As a reference point. A restoration point. Did it happen because the same God yesterday is the same God today and is the same God tomorrow. Hallelujah. Do you get it? So you read it and then you tell yourself, ah! God did something in the life of Isaac, when there was famine, there is famine in my love life. How do I get my love life back on course? 
let me learn from let me learn from Isaac. So whenever there is famine in any area of your life, and like, look at what you got to do. You have to share your testimony in second service. Oh. For our learning, that we, through the patience and comfort of the scriptures, might have what? Hope. Do you understand? So when we read them, it boosts us up. It tells us that it can happen. Say it can happen. Say, I will come out of any famine. So look at the principle. The principle of absolute dependence on God. The principle of making God your only source. The principle of making God your arm of authority. In the book of Isaiah. The book of Isaiah 31. And verse number 1. Isaiah 31 verse 1. He said, woe to them. That means, cursed are them that go down to Egypt. Egypt is a kind of worldly help. You see, depending on you and the world. Do you, do you get me? Yeah. Depending on you, depending on yourself. Did I not tell you a certain testimony? One day, my bishop prayed for three ladies. My wife was one of them. You remember, right? Pray for three ladies. When they finished, my wife said, I receive it. Ethel said, I receive it. The other lady said, rolling her eyes. She was married though, rolling her eyes. He said, hey, sister, why are you rolling your eyes? He said, me, in my family, if even your husband jumps over you like this, you become pregnant. We say, hey, Sister with a jumper. He said, in, my, in our family, even if your husband hugs you, you become pregnant. And I said, hey, I didn't know that you are from the family of Leah. <laughs> Leah, the wife, will, the husband will hug her. The next moment she says, I'm pregnant. Ada, we had all married. It took her 12 years before God had mercy. It was mercy that brought it. And I believe that it was because of the husband. Not because of her. Yeah. When you depend on so many things. I told you the story of Esther. When they were appearing before the king. People were getting mascara upon mascara. People were getting colored wig. Bible said that she took nothing. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. Sometimes people depend on where they are coming from. Sometimes people depend on their books and their certificate. You know, the way I speak, when I get there, they are going to take me. Yeah. Randy was sharing a powerful testimony with me how he got to be an officer in the army. There were two that were going for the interview. The other guy said, Randy, the way you speak and your English is one after the other, they won't consider you. Said that we don't consider you. Yeah, it's like you remove the English one 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 like counting rice. Praise the name of the way you speak counting rice, they won't take you. And then he began to give him series of examples why they won't take him. Then he said, on top of that, you are a black man, and moreover, you are not even a black Af- American. 
the black African. No, 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 no. You are too disqualified. And then he went to pray. He said, Lord, help me because I'm too disqualified. <laughs> and guess what? Just before they would go, they, they went for the interview. They, they, they went for the interview. Now, when they finished the interview, they now, they wanted some people to go and do some assignment. They had not brought the re- result yet or whatever. And then he, they said that, Randy, go and join them to go. When Randy got there, not knowing that the people that were on the board were there, he went to work with the people that were on the board. When he got there, now one of them, the wife, but then he wasn't married, but one of them, the wife, was, 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 was pregnant or something. So they wanted somebody to swap with him so that at the end of the day, the man, and then he said, I will do it. I mean, he was the least person that everybody was expecting to do that. He said, I will do it. They said, are you sure? He said, yes. And now, so he took over that shift. And then the man took over his shift, which was more conducive for a family man. He worked. When they saw the, his work, before they would even bring the results, whilst they were on the field, they said that you are going to the officer's academy. Somebody say absolute dependence on God. When they tell you that you don't qualify, go and tell God that, Lord, I know I don't qualify. That is why I depend on you. When they tell you that it can't work, tell them that, Lord, I know it can't work. That is why I came to you. Spread it before the Lord. When you, listen. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bible said that they looked up to him and their countenances were not put to shame. The Lord will not put you to shame in Jesus' name. Look at Psalm 34 verse 5. Psalm 34 verse 5. They looked up to him. They looked up to him. They lo- if you look up to God, you reflect his image. They looked unto him and they were lightened and their faces was not ashamed. You see, look up to the Lord. You are going anywhere, look up to the Lord. Listen, forget about what they tell you. Forget about what you see. Forget about what you hear. Look up to the Lord. Look up to the Lord. Make him your absolute, your one and only source. You will never be put to shame. To make him so means that you always must have the conviction and assurance that he will show up. When we say that you are making him your absolute source, it means that you have the conviction and assurance that Chantel, that no matter what, he will show up. Tell yourself, listen, no matter what, don't let parameters, physical parameters, time, time. You see, there are three things that bring limitation. Time, space, and distance. Time, space, and distance. These are the three things that bring limitation in life. Time, space and distance let none if you are if god the print you make god your absolute dependency syndrome carry that sickness called there are many people that are carrying many sicknesses i want to carry a certain godly sickness and the name of that sickness is absolute dependency on god syndrome yeah. so that when they draw my blood and they begin to check it, they will see the virus called absolute godly dependency syndrome virus. 
Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Number two. I think I can give you one more. Number two. What is the second principle? The second principle is the principle of is the principle of divine presence. You want to enjoy and experience supernatural growth. Understand the principle of divine presence. Look at Genesis 26 and verse number 3. In Genesis 26 verse number 3. Please is somebody following the teaching. The Lord said, Sojourn yet. The guy wanted to go down to Egypt. The Lord said, no, don't go. It means that make me your absolute depend, de- dependent. Is it dependent or? Yeah, dependent, right? Yeah. Now, sojourn in this land. It means stay here, live here, and I will be with you. Somebody say, I will be with you. Divine presence. And I told you at the beginning that there are two types of divine presence. The Lord being within the vicinity and the Lord visiting you. So when we talk about divine presence, we are talking about these two things. The Lord be, because the Lord can be in the vicinity without necessarily visiting you. And the Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was in the neighborhood. Let me tell you the story of Joseph in one and a half minutes. The Lord was with Joseph, but he kept on going down. People kept on lying upon him. Went to jail, but the Lord was with him. But when the Lord visited him, he became a prime minister. Malik, you understand it? So the Lord can be with you, <laughs> but things may go some way. But when you change the gear from the Lord being with you to the Lord visiting you, boom, boom, boom. Now. I am here. Do you see that I am here? But who am I visiting right now? And are you feeling the warmth of my hand? Who is feeling it? Why? But am I with you? Uh, Am I with you? Yeah. Yes. So there is a difference between the Lord being with you and the Lord visiting you. So in divine presence, you must look for the two. The Lord being with you. And the Lord visiting you. The Lord was, was with Abraham and his family. When he visited Sarah, the tears ceased. God will visit somebody this week in Jesus' name. Huh, when the Lord visits you, look at that. And the Lord, he says, sojourn in this land. And I will be with you and I will bless you. For unto you and unto your seed. You see, principle number two for supernatural growth maintain the presence of the Lord and take it from the presence of the Lord to the visitation of the Lord. Yeah? Take it to the visitation of the Lord. You all don't know how the Lord can visit you. Be charitable. Yeah? Be hospitable. Be lovable. There are many people who are not lovable. Be lovable, genuinely be lovable. If you want the Lord to visit you, two, two angels, uh, no, sorry, three angels were just passing their way. And Bible said that it was in the heat of the day. Look at uh, Genesis chapter 18. I, I didn't put this in the notes, the Holy Ghost just gave me Genesis chapter 18. 
They were on their way in the heat of the day. Stop saying that there is too much pressure. Each one for himself, God for us all. Stop saying that. You will miss divine visitation. You will keep and carry the presence of God, but you will miss the visitation of God. Bible said that three angels, the Lord appeared unto him in the place of Mamre as he sat in the tent door in the heat of the day. Pressure. Hey. Things were not working. Hey, yet. Look at it. Verse number two. And then Bible said that. And he lifted up his eyes. He looked and he saw three men. Three men standing by him. And he, when he saw them, he ran to meet them. You see? And then he said, bow down himself to, towards the ground. Look at verse number three. And he said, my Lord, if now I have found favor in her, don't pass away. Don't go. I pray thee from thyself. And verse four, come inside come inside let me wash your feet hey did we say we are coming to you no listen when you become a lover of people genuinely a lover of people you will never miss divine visitation so in hebrews chapter 13 and verse number two he said don't forget to be charitable and hospitable for in so doing many have entertained angels without knowing divine visitation the way your hand is fist, your fist is strong, and your strong is sealed. Your hand is fisted, your fist is strong, your strong is sealed. You have missed many angels, though. Missed many angels. Even tight, you don't pay. So God is already looking at you with one eye. So when you keep on saying that the eyes of the Lord are moving to and fro the surface of the earth looking for those whose hearts are towards him that he may favor them. The Lord said, you don't know. The way your hand even to me God. Hey! Even my own inside your own. You are not giving me. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. And I was telling you last week don't let the whole year go. Listen, if the whole year goes by, a period, there are certain times if a period goes by and I don't receive seed, I become disturbed. Not because I may need it, but I become disturbed. Hey, is it because I don't have seed in the ground? Now I begin to look. I go, sometimes I go into my closet. Sometimes I go into my accounts. I begin to find seed, 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 seed. Learn this principle. Learn it. Genesis 8.22 as the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest time, cold and heat, winter and summer shall not cease. Proverbs chapter 11 and verse number 25. The liberal soul shall be made fat. Pray, prayer is good, but prayer without seed sowing will let you be a broke prayer warrior. And sweat and still you'll be smelling because you are not a seed sower. And I preach. Be a seed sower. Be a seed sower. When you see, why is the brother's shoe like that? Don't ask. I didn't see it, but the Lord made you see. It. The Lord said that I'm giving you an opportunity to sow a, to sow a shoe. And then you see it and you begin to talk. Ah, 
So when they come to church, don't they see other people's shoes? Can't he get a new shoe? Why did the Lord make you see? Me, when I saw it, I saw it as a Pontiac shoe. Very beautiful Pontiac shoe. But you saw it and you saw the damage in the shoe. So the Lord said, I'm giving you an opportunity to put a seed in the ground that you can entertain my presence and move it from my presence to my visitation. He said, Mba, no, I don't like that one. Angelic ministry. And this year, you will enjoy greater angelic presence. Listen, you will enjoy greater angelic presence. Angels will visit you. Yeah. Praise the name of Jesus. Divine presence. Cultivate a strong angelic presence. I used to think that there are three things that bring angelic presence. And the Lord told me this morning, the fourth one, which is charity, which I just shared with you. It was this morning. As I was praying, I said, Lord, these three points are very powerful. Three things that keep the presence of, move the presence of the Lord to the visitation of the Lord. The Lord said, add this one. I said, which one? He said, charity. The love that gives. It will always keep my presence because I exhibited charity. So if you exhibit it, you draw me to your partnership. Bible says in the book of Amos chapter 3 and verse number 3, Brother Raymond, how can two work together? V, how can two work together? Except, come on, except so God worked in charity for God so loved the world that he gave for Jonathan so loved Pastor Nikki that he gave God said that we are partners Amen. oh I love you oh, I love you Adabeka. but nothing you don't give anything brothers and sisters you don't become a partner like that somebody say charity the way you are talking as if you are trying to tell me that I should remove my wig and give it to the sister who doesn't have a wig if the Lord lays it on your heart do it praise the name of Jesus <laughs> one day we went for soul winning the guy was looking at Jonathan he said man 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 we were there he said man 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 he said, what is it? He said your shirt your shirt your shirt you remember he said your shirt your shirt I love it I love it Jonathan said, wait, I'm coming. He went to the car, took on a shed, removed it, gave, gave it to him. The guy started crying. He said, are you sure? Oh, he said, you, you, you sure about that? You sure about that? I said, Johnny, give me the shed before you give it to the guy. I took it. I said, Lord, the same way you arrested Saul on the way to Damascus. I pray over this garment. When this guy wears it, let him not sleep over. Let him see angels. Let him see Jesus in a vision. Let his heart be arrested for the Lord. Angelic presence. So the four things are number one, music. Write it. Number two, words. Words, the things you say. The music you listen to. To either bring the presence of devils around. Don't say that. I don't know why I, I feel depressed. But I'm not thinking bad. I've not done anything but The music. Music. Amen. Amen. Surround yourself with all manner of music. When that ear, airport or whatever is in your ears. We don't even know what you are listening to. 
And all of a sudden, there's a song from my, 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 my country. He said, Now it means that I'll become useless. Listen to the song. He said that I become useless. The family has relegated me to the lowest and the lowest and the lowest and the lowest. Life is dealing badly with me. Now you are listening to this song. All of a sudden, you see that you begin to cry. Hey, brother, what is happening to you? Stop, 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 stop. The guy is singing my life. Now you are totally depressed and confused. That we are shouting joy, joy. You can't even hear it. Because of the music, it has generated demonic presence. Yeah. But you lift up a song. You are Yahweh. Give me a key. Hey, you are Yahweh. Sometimes I'll be preparing the message. I tell you something. Quaristers, you are here. Sometimes I'll be preparing the message. And God will drop a song in my heart. Immediately I text it to you. I said, we'll do this song. I text it to you. When we lift it up here, something happens. Ask them. There's a song. Song, music. You want divine presence to culminate into divine visitation. Praise the name of Jesus. Number one, music. Number two, words, the things that you say. If you don't want to say anything good, don't talk. It is better not to talk than to say things that are not scriptural. Number three, engage the blood. Every morning, soak yourself in the blood of Jesus. Blood attracts spirits. The kind of blood that shows up determines the spirits that appear. Angels appear when the blood of Jesus shows up. That was why there were multitudes of angels when Jesus died. And Bible said that there was an earthquake. What caused the earthquake? The presence of angels. Because the blood, that precious blood, touched the ground. When the blood touched the ground, it drew angels there. Ah! You engage the blood of Jesus. You wake up in the morning. I soak myself. I soak my wife. I soak my husband. I pray every morning. I soak every member of the church in, in this ministry in the blood of Jesus. So you'll be walking. Angels will be showing up. You'll not even know. And number four, charity. Close your eyes and pray. Pray. Soak yourself in the blood of Jesus. Come on. I don't know what you heard. But soak yourself in the blood of Jesus. Somebody soak yourself in the blood of Jesus. Divine presence taking over as divine visitation. And cause us to enjoy. Come on, pray. Pray 30 seconds. Pray 30 seconds. Mighty name of Jesus Christ. Change the atmosphere inside your car in your home take it from divine presence to divine visitation in the blessed and mighty name of jesus thank you father hallelujah hallelujah praise the name of this week on the prayer line we'll be dealing with destroying the horns of life yeah there are some horns the lord told me on friday 
He said, this will deal with the horns, the four demonic horns. Amen. Zechariah chapter 1. We will do that in the course of this week. So, please join the prayer line. 3 a.m., 12 p.m., 7 p.m. Join it. 3 a.m., 12 p.m., 7 p.m. I want you to lift up an offering unto the Lord. And then, you'll be sharing the communion as well. If you want to do, now, you see the giving portal on the line. Hey guys, I love the way you, you were putting a scripture on the main one. It was beautiful. I want you to lift up an offering unto the Lord. Now I want you to give generously, bountifully. Mama Laura saw a certain land and I am going there today. Hallelujah. Yeah. So I want you to sow powerfully. Lift up a powerful seed. Justin, I miss you so much. Lift it up. Father, we bless the seed. And we decree in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. The ground is blessed. The seed is blessed. There will be an overflow in Jesus' name. Please drop your seed and then take your communion quickly. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We magnify your name in Jesus' blessed and mighty name. Amen. Let's be on our feet for the sake of those that came for first service. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. The Lord empower you. The Lord strengthen you. Cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord give you his peace. This week, you will not only experience divine presence, you experience divine visitation. Jesus mighty and blessed name. Let's share the grace of God together. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you satisfy me and my household all the days of our lives. Amen.